Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday's Jobs Day on uh, May 19th. So we'll talk about the unemployment numbers here in just a few moments uh, when we join Dave. But before we do that, let's remember that uh, with all the stuff going on, there are still a few things you can control. One of the main things is how much risk you have in your current portfolio. So the question is, do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? Do you know what it looks like? Does it really and truly line up with your risk number? The markets are trying to get us to capitulate. Are you in a position to write it out? Do you have the right amount of risk? Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design. With that, we got Dave coming up next. Light FM. Patrick Swayze is there. I'm Morning Dave. I'm glad you're here today. It's 8.39. You might not be too glad we're here today after we give you the news of what's going on on Wall Street, but, well, that's our job, so we're going to do it. Really crap hole a day yesterday. Let's see if we can put anything good out this morning and check in with Philip Statler down at Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. And I kind of get the feeling you don't have a whole lot of good news to share with us this morning either, do you, Philip? Unfortunately, I, I don't, Dave. I, I was trying to find some little bright spot somewhere, and uh, just uh, I can't find anything, Dave. I know you'll yep. probably come up with a little tidbit here there to brighten our day, though. Well, that's it. My one big tidbit of good news today is Taco Bell announced they're going to bring back the Mexican pizza. So the whole world is in a better place already. <laughs> and other than that, they're really too terrible. Much. To tell you why we got such a crummy attitude today, yesterday was a bloodbath on Wall Street. Dow was down 100, now let's see, 1,165 points, down 3.57%. Standard & Poor's was down a full 4%, down 165 points. NASDAQ was down 4.73%, down 566 points, and you and I were doing the math, and uh, you've got the uh, Standard & Poor's 500 at the close last night, only about a tenth of a percent away from officially entering a 20% decline bear market, which on the blue chips is something we really didn't want to see because the NASDAQ's been frittering down around 30% down for some time. But when the uh, blue chip Standard, five, Standard & Poor's 500 hits bear market, uh, we, can, we, can, we can genuinely say we're there, right? Yeah, that, that's right. I mean, you know, each index has its own uh, uh, own statistical numbers. But yes, I would say that obviously the Nasdaq's been there for a while now, and uh, the S and P 500, at, uh, based on what I'm looking at this morning, uh, will be there at the end of today. It might very well be there when it opens, the way things are looking right now. Yesterday, to give everybody an idea of just what a bloodbath it was, uh, Wall Street liquidated 1.5 trillion dollars in market value all in one day. I mean, this is not exactly the 1929 crash, but I haven't seen one this bad in a long time. I don't even think we had days that went down that fast. Uh, we might have had one or two uh, during the 09 market crisis uh, when we when we really started tanking badly. But uh, this, this was uh, close to the top. Well, yeah, and I don't think we still are... Uh... I, I have to go back and look at the exact number, but we're still not as bad as that first, uh, that one big day during COVID, because that was the biggest drop um, dollar-wise in the Dow. 
uh, had ever seen. And so uh, I think you, you, I don't know that we got quite there yet. Oh, well, that, that's a point. I, you know, I've, I've always, you and I have had this discussion before that, that some, a lot of analysts measure the uh, COVID thing back in 20 as a brief bear market. Uh, and uh, I, I still see it as being basically nothing more than a, a very deep correction because it was the circumstances were, were so unique, shutting down the entire national economy for 30 days. Uh, that was that was just a weird correction more than anything else, but uh, it kind of makes it we haven't seen a bear market now. It's been, well, it's been 14 years since we've seen a bear market that you could actually all sides agree is a bear market. And uh, when on the way down into it, it's not a pleasant experience at all, is it? No, it's not. You know, and it's just one of those things that it, we're, we're way overdue, Dave. I mean, you know, typically we've seen them every every 10, 20 years. And then the last two before this were were less than 10 years apart. So um, so so I think that one thing that people have to realize when it comes to bear markets and the market as a whole is the market's going to continue to go down at this point. Uh, I believe, until we see some capitulation. And what that means is, is that people throw their arms up and say, I can't handle it anymore. I can't watch the markets go down. I'm selling what I got and I'm going to go to cash, um, which is you and I talk about all the time. It's one of the worst things they could do at this point, right? Because we're, we're so far down. But but that's when the market capitulates. And then once that happens, then we may ride there for a little while before we start to go back up. But but the market's going to look for some capitulation before it starts to move up at this point. Yeah, about the time the amateurs get run out of the market is about the time that it turns around. And and you you make the point very well. That's exactly the worst time to sell if you got any choice in the matter. Once you're down at the bottom, you basically have no choice but to ride it out. Uh, that's right. And and you know, and this is where uh, you know, making sure that the amount of risk you have in your current portfolio truly matches up with that amount of risk that you can stomach and handle in cases like this is so vitally important. Uh, you know, and, and having tactical portfolios where you're not just in an index. If you're in an index fund, you're getting killed right now. Um, and so it's um, it's looking at, at tactical portfolios that that sometimes can find a way to weave in and out. And actually, they may not make money, but they won't lose as much as we see right now in all the indexes. But but it all comes down to risk and what you're comfortable with and what you can really handle in times like this. This is where it matters, Dave. Absolutely. And the rule of thumb does change a lot depending upon the position somebody's at. Uh, if I were 40 years old right now today, looking at 25 or more years before retirement, uh, there's another word for a day like today, buying opportunity. Uh, if I'm 68, which I am, uh, it's a, a kind of an upsetting experience. It, 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 the thing changes, the, the, the strategy and the proper course of action changes radically depending upon where you're at. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I've been looking at right now is I've been running the indexes to see, okay, where are we really at? And one mm -hmm. of the things that's really amazed me, and, and I know the industry always says, go to bonds, bonds are safe. You know, the S&P aggregate bond index is down almost 10% from last year. So um, did you say that was a consolidated funds in my own IRA has been suffering more than I would have expected it to. I mean, uh, uh, I, I've got a real conservative strategy going on, and I do have one fund that uh, is pretty heavily into bonds. And I've been surprised that that's uh, that's actually lost some of its corpus as well. The bond funds are not doing as well as you normally expect them to. 
Well, I, I never expect them to really do that well, but but the industry does. That's quote their safety mechanism, and and I'm sorry, but a 10% decline to me is not a safe investment. I can't argue with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the day yesterday, bottom line, it was just flat out ugly. One of my analysts was saying that it was uh, driven mostly by the big whiff that Target had on its earnings report. I still think that it was okay. We had three reports out yesterday morning that all indicated that the housing and the building market was slowing down. And I, I still maintain that was it. And that might get confirmed this morning at 10 o'clock. Because at 10 o'clock, we got existing home sales month over month and uh, year over year. And that's going to give us a, a picture as to uh, where the housing market is going from another perspective. And that will kind of either confirm or deny that it was Target or it was the, uh, or it was the uh, home sales market not looking overly good. But we'll find that out later on. Uh, we start the morning out with the macro numbers out of the government data dump, and it's not good on any of those fronts either. Nothing exciting on the jobless picture. Initial claims were up about 18,000, but still 218,000 people filing for unemployment is still an abnormally low number in this country. Continuing claims just about just about dead on where they were expected to be and a little bit lower number than last week. The thing that caught my eye, though, was one of those Federal Reserve uh, business outlook indexes that each of the different feds put out. Once again, what the absolute number is gets calculated differently depending upon the fed. But uh, Philadelphia fed put out their business outlook index. It was expected to be at 15. And the report was, it comes out at 2.6. I think I'd call that a grand Canyon sized miss. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I would, especially when it was 17.6. Um, last month. So it actually, they expected it to be 15. It actually went down 15. So uh, yeah, not good. Yeah, about as homely as you can get when it's kind of being reflected in the futures as well this morning. Uh, we talked about Target's big miss being one of the things that kind of drove the market downward early on this morning. If you were looking for any relief out of Coles when they reported this morning, I don't think we're going to get any, are we? No, we're really not. And I want to mention this. You talked about um, Target. And I read an article that that was the worst day in 35 years that Target had had. Ooh. And, and Walmart, you got to go back to 2001 for a day like we saw. Um, so, yeah, so not not good news at all. Coles, re retail and housing are the two numbers that really can drive this economy one direction or the other. And uh, right now we got some indications that housing is starting to slow down and it looks like we're getting three this morning. The retail is slowing down, right? Exactly. So we got Kohl's reported. You're right. They uh, they earned 11 cents a share, which they made a profit, but they were expected to make 70 cents a share. I mean, that's a big Ooh. miss. Yeah. Revenue was better than expected, which means, you know, prices are going up. So revenue is going to go up because of pricing going up, basically. Um, they, tougher sales environment was one of their causes. Higher cost. So uh, obviously, Cole's getting beat up. They're they're down four and three quarters percent this morning. A new fifty-two week low for them. Ouch! That's that's not yeah. as bad as Target got beat up though. No, no, not as bad. Not as bad. Um, I'm looking for bright spots here. They aren't get, they aren't hurting as bad as Target. <laughs> you you keep looking, Dave. Hey, we had BJ's wholesale. Uh, they're mm -hmm. the uh, warehouse, one of the warehouse retailers. Uh, they uh, they beat on earnings, 
and by uh, by about 15 cents a share came in at 87 cents revenue and same store sales were also better than expected so <clears throat> so hey there's your bright spot dave right there we might not find another one but there's a bright spot they're actually up seven percent this one cool and you know that when you look at the macro and the, the societal changes and the concerns Buying the big quantities at a wholesale club, actually, that's kind of explicable. Folks worried about stuff, they stock up on the cheap stuff in quantity, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, get, you know, get it while you can because the price is probably going up. Um, yep. The other retail we had was uh, Bath and Body Works. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they did report better than expected profit and revenue for this last quarter. But the personal care, they came out and cut its full-year earnings forecast. Um, again, uh, uh, allocating that to inflationary factors and increased uh, investment they're having to put into the company right now. So uh, they're taking a beating today, down 7.5%, and it'll be a new 52-week low right now at $39.70. So, yeah, everything retail today is um, it's a mixed bag, but mostly uh, not good. Even the ones that are making the numbers are end up giving us guidance that are scaring people, and that's making them sell like chiclets there too, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, resetting the table, bloodbath yesterday, 4.7% down on the NASDAQ, 3.5% down on the Dow, S&P 500 down a full 4%. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip, is there any indication that this is slowing down a little? Dave, I, I wish. I wish I could tell you that it was, um, but it's not. Uh, we've got the Dow down another 1.1%. We've got the S&P 500 down at 1%. And the NASDAQ 100 is down about nine-tenths right now, as well as the Russell 2000 down about nine-tenths of a percent. So um, everything is um, bright red from that standpoint. Silver and gold are getting a little push up today, which they, they drastically needed. Uh, we got silver up one point, uh, almost 1.2%, as well as gold's up almost 1.2%. Crude oil is taking a dive this morning, Dave. Not as far as I'd like to see it dive, but uh, not, not diving below 100. But it's at 104.27 right now, which is down 2.6%. That's quite a bit down from my delayed quote, too, so it really is taking a dive. Good news. Overseas markets, the Asian rim markets were mixed at the close this morning early on. Japan had an off day, but the uh, the uh, Chinese and Hong Kong markets, uh, the Chinese markets up by a little bit. Hong Kong did take a dip as well. Europe is looking at our yesterday and our today and saying, uh-oh, we got 2% down numbers midway through the day in Europe as well. Uh, we were talking about it at the outset, Philip, that uh, different ages, different uh, conditions, and different risk tolerances matter a lot. But knowing what you got in your portfolio counts for a lot. How do I find you to get an analysis? Yeah, Dave, they can give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design. We'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Calculating risk is a part of that process. Uh, that we dive into. Hey, we're starting to see some layoffs too. So folks are going to have 401ks sitting around. Uh, if you need help, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. And then uh, this weekend, join us for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again with both of us doing our level best to be cheerful <laughs> tomorrow morning at this time on light. Fair enough? Fair enough, man. I look forward to it. 
Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I know the news has not been good, uh, but I want you to know that we're on your side. We're here to help in any way we can during this uh, tumultuous time. Uh, give us a call again at 863-382-0037. Just schedule a 30-minute phone consultation to see if we can be of any help to make sure you're on the right track to have the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.